All right, you guys. There's still some merch left. We have a few <laughs> pieces. pieces. But actually, a lot is sold out. A lot of pieces are sold out. Like this, I think the sweatsuit, some socks. Yeah, we got a lot of pieces sold out. But listen, we do have these amazing white. Uh, what are we? What do we call this? KFS back to back shirt. Back to back. This is actually one of my favorites. I love this shirt, and the material feels so good. It's like super comfy. So if you haven't gotten your shirt get them to go with the mint biker shorts that I have on. And which is crazy is the ones I have on are the samples. They don't even have a logo on them. Oh, I have, I have the right <laughs> ones on. Hold on. Do you? Yeah. Oh, look at that. Hers have the logo. <laughs> have so the yeah. shorts on. And I have these under my KFS sweats. So head over to the knowforsure.com, get your merch. There's a few pieces left. This is the Mint to Know collection. And after this, it's going to be it. gone. <laughs> Don't forget your socks. socks. We have KFS socks in the what salmon color. Salmon. And we Peach. have it in mint. And we have it in white. So yeah. you get your KFS socks. So yeah, you guys head over to the knowforsure.com. Get your last bit of the summer collection. And yeah, we love you guys. What's up, you guys? I'm B. Simone. And I'm Megan Ashley. And welcome to the Know For Sure podcast, where we talk about healing, growing, evolving, and having the tough conversations. Yes, and we also talk about relationships, not just romantic relationships, but platonic relationships. Like the relationship I have with my best friend, Megan Ashley, of 20 years. 20 years, baby. Yes, baby. Do you know for sure? I think I know for sure. But what I do know for sure is after this episode, you're going to know something for sure. Hi, you guys. Welcome back to the Know For Sure podcast. Podcast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was good. I'm B. Simone. <laughs> and we are here with our girl, Carla. Hello. You guys have heard Carla before, but you've not seen her. You've heard her in the background. At Miami. <laughs> Miami. That was like episode three, five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've heard her talking to us, mm -hmm. you, but she's never been on camera. You've been yeah. here since day one. Day one. Day zero. Seriously. Seriously, day, day zero. I remember <laughs> us talking to her on the phone for the first, like you were on speakerphone, the initial conversation where we were like, yeah, so we're going to start a podcast. Isn't that crazy? And what do we do? Yeah. We're, that was literally, we didn't well, know Well, our we first doing. conversation was in 2019 at the 4040 Club. That is about, about podcast. podcasting. Mm-hmm. I had no desire to start a podcast back 2019. That's crazy. No desire. And then a year later, you wanted to. And yep. then it went, nothing, nothing happened. Because that was with all of us. I was the girls, like, whenever you're remember? ready. Yeah, yeah. That, that, whenever definitely. you're ready, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> and then we were like, okay, we're serious. And then we did it. You did it. Yeah. yeah we we met through it. a mutual friend. Yes. She was helping out at the beginning. She said, y'all leave me out of it. <laughs> Carla got it. I'm not dealing with this sure. back and forth. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Carla's been with us since day one. Yeah. Yeah. Quite the ride. You've what seen all of it. Mm -hmm. You've seen all of it. All of it. What um do you say podcasts don't make it past how many episodes? Oh, past 10 episodes. Seven episodes. 90% of podcasts. 93% of podcasts make it past seven episodes. And how many podcasts are out there? There are over 2 that million pods. Crazy. But most of them aren't even active. So when you if you like search pods and like somebody goes, oh, I had a podcast and you're looking like two years ago, they had an episode That's out. crazy. Yeah. And podcasting was fun. And especially during the pandemic, a lot of people started podcasting. And kind of It was great. Mm -hmm. You had doing nothing at home. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, oh, I have to like really think about it. And they're be consistent. Some, and be consistent. And you were not things, things to talk, to talk about. about. I remember, yeah. I, and I talk about this when I coach some people. I'm like, I remember you calling me and saying, I am tired. <laughs> 
this is not fun. It's not and fun. And I'm like, it becomes work. It uh-huh. really is a job. Mm-hmm. But and that's why you have to take opportunity to like, when you're in, go get it. Go. Get it. Our days, mm-hmm. like four pods in one day, three pods in one day, let's get it. We're feeling good. We're feeling great. We're not busy. We're not tired. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're a little tired. tired. And be sure. intentional. And be intentional. Yeah. Organized. Yeah. But we did a... um. If y'all want a podcast, a uh, little webinar, we did one. Go to officialbsimone.com. It's $9. Go ahead and get it. But we did a podcast webinar on how to start a podcast. So that's a little shameless plug right there. You did it. Isn't your close friends? Yeah. That was really good. You had, there was a lot of people that really asked great questions. That was a really good Zoom, though. A lot yeah. of people want to start a podcast. They watch yeah. your show. Yeah. And they're like, it's great. It took off. First of all, what they don't look at is the fact that you've been on social media for yeah, 10 plus years. So yeah, there's a decade here. Yeah. I don't think that this podcast just started. Yes, it just started, but yeah. you had a brand. Mm-hmm. You've been behind the scenes. And I remember in the beginning, you're like, what? I don't want to talk too much because it's Beast Podcast. <laughs> no. And I'm like, girl, you run, uh-huh. it, you're driving it. Your voice yeah. is driving it. We have plenty of those conversations mm-hmm. on the phone. But people look at it and think like, I want to do that same thing. And it's like, well, you have to also look what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just you guys. Yeah. I have an entire team with my company. Yeah. You have an entire team on your side. Like there and is. And what are you bringing different to the market? Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we just dropped in so randomly with something so different for the culture. I think it's because it was authentic, and I, I think that's the thing that really sets it apart. Is like not a lot of people have authentic content. Yeah, a lot of it's very thought out yeah. and scheduled, or just surface segments. Or, yeah. But we're also you know, looking at the fact again. There are pods that are very impactful, but mm-hmm. you guys have a very large brand. Mm-hmm. There is a backdoor effect that you can DM someone be like Tabitha Brown, yeah, and she'll pop yep. up. Yeah, let yep. regular, you know, yep. Marie down the corner. Th- yeah, that's it's not going to go happen. Into, it's yeah. not going to necessarily quickly, happen. Yeah. Correct. It will happen one day. It will because yeah. I started that way. Yeah, you know, like I'm sitting here. I have all these clients and I've had all these guests, but I started in my daughter's playroom in 2017, right? So I didn't have that. It took years to get to where I am. Mm-hmm. Same thing with you. So it has, to, it takes consistency. Yeah. But I think some people think that they're going to start and they're going to get, you know, all these huge guests and have hundreds and thousands of downloads. And it, that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. Well, if you start off not being authentic, you're going to burn out. I guess that was my point. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're going to burn out because mm-hmm. it's already exhausting. Mm-hmm. Naturally being us mm-hmm. just doing it naturally but if you are not being truly mm-hmm. true, true to, to who, who you, you are, are and you're trying to make something you know what I mean or, just yeah it's not yeah. even who you are but you know it's trendy so I'm gonna do it right. you're gonna burn if you're starting a podcast you're gonna burn but you're also out. walking in your purpose yeah, yeah. like this podcast was needed mm-hmm. because we're in a we're in a time where when you guys came out of the podcast, I was just screaming, shut the mics off. It's toxic. You know, I'm like, like it's, everybody and other people are like, everybody needs a podcast. And I'm like, no, no. shut the mics off. You Amazon, always stop selling, stop selling mics, right. please. Yeah. Right now, like the one days, two day free shipping, stop. <laughs> yeah. Make them pay for yeah. shipping so they won't start it. Um, so the Give fact them time that, to change your mind. Yeah. Right. It was very intentional. You guys are very intentional with what you're mm-hmm. doing. And it was very much so needed. And I think... It has grown to what it has. I tell, I told you before that people say, "Oh, oh, you produce them Christian girls podcast." <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, the Christian pod. They didn't even know your name. They wouldn't be saying it that was episode one, two, three, four, four, five, four, six, five, six, six. Oh my god, not to episode back. thirty. Go back and watch the growth. It was Christians, but it oh, was always there though. I was just no. Like, I was screaming on the mic. 
I was saying all types of wild stuff. But it it was always there though. Yeah. It was always there from day one. Organically grew. I am very intentional with the clients that I take on. I don't care how much money they have. Mm -hmm. I'm very intentional. And you guys always had that. Yeah. Yeah. So it was there and there was we're still growing. Yeah. Yeah. You know? We definitely always had God, but we've unintentionally documented a growth a growth journey through yeah. podcasting yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like podcasting the does. average person yeah. doesn't get to see right when people are growing visually and yeah. audibly like yeah. we just happen to grow, grow and go through transitions and spirituality mm-hmm. growth and personal growth on the mic yeah so I, i've i've i love hindsight it. yeah i'm saying hindsight i've i'm i love every minute of it in the moments I haven't yeah. always loved it. Yeah. There, but that's with I, everything. You know, but yeah, but that's with everything. Like yeah. there's nothing yeah. that you can say you're happy hundred percent of the time you're on drugs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, sure. yeah. What are you taking? Because yeah. you're always happy. There's always something that's gonna throw you off. There's bumps in the road. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, okay, well let me get past this and get back to why. That's why you need to know your why. Yeah. Why are you doing this? Why am I yeah. doing this? It has to be bigger than you. Yeah. And even like on Patreon, how we talked about um when we had our Patreon meeting first before we got on Patreon mm-hmm. out in LA how they were like, best friends don't need to start podcasts together. Mm. You know what I mean? And even us experiencing- Especially black women. Black women. How hard it is. It it's is hard, yeah, you it's guys. It's actually really hard. I don't care if you start a podcast with your partner, your best friend, your somebody you're close to. When y'all go through conflict in real life- And still got to work together. You still have to show up. Yeah. yeah. This is something we committed to. We still have to drop an episode every Wednesday, even in the midst of conflict. Mm-hmm. Or every every she's like <laughs> audio drops on Tuesday. Watch play, well. listen, and <laughs> then watch. Listen, then watch. Audio on Tuesday, visual on Wednesday. It's but a business. Yeah, it's just like starting a business. Everyone thinks it's again because you're watching the final product, which is like the it's now pretty, mm-hmm. but it's still a business at the end of the day. One of the first things that I yeah. give my students and clients is a partnership agreement mm. from day one before you're making a dollar off this podcast, mm-hmm. you are in deficit and you need a partnership agreement mm-hmm. because everyone needs to know what their role is because things will happen. Yeah. You mm-hmm. will be upset. It teaches you how to really work though. Like it actually teaches you how you should show up mm-hmm. because I'm not only showing up, even in the midst of conflict, it's like, I'm not only just showing up because this is my job. Right. Before conflict, it's like I'm showing up too because I get to do it with my friend, yeah. right? But then Not having fun, and, yeah. yeah. But then you also learn in the midst of conflict, you learn how to show up in the midst of being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people don't always have that experience mm-hmm. in regular work. You know what I mean? Like working with people that you don't l- right. love. Mm-hmm. But when you love somebody, it forces you to do this work that isn't something that you would just do if you didn't naturally have to work together. Yep. I think you have to be emotionally yep. intelligent to even get there because that's yeah. why most people break up. That's why most yeah. people get into these arguments yep. and they don't want to grow. It's yep. so much easier to stay without the growth, to stay mm-hmm. toxic, yeah. to just walk mm-hmm. away. It's much easier to walk away from a relationship mm-hmm. than it is to work on yourself because you have to look at yourself first mm-hmm. and then see like, what are they doing? Because it might just it might not be that person. It might be how you're viewing mm-hmm. that person. And I see that shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I always attribute to our relationship to teaching me a lot of, like, I've had a lot of first with Braylon mm. as far as like it's like first lit. Oh my god, <laughs> she does it all the time, and it just ruins the sentimental moment that I 
don't intentionally like, try to have, but I we... know her. You remember that? Girl. <laughs> it's because if you go real deep, she's going to get mushy. She might, she's like, I'm going to start crying. I will, for She'll real. She'll get emotional. Oh, I will, but it's just like, let it okay, be. Okay, but it's fun. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, B's relationship, or me, she's the first person that I haven't um, walked away from. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's deep. You never said that. I've never like that's. She's the first person I haven't walked away from. The conflict that we've experienced, mm. I I I would have normally walked away and not walked away in action. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would have. My heart would have walked away. I would have right. walked away. Mm. And she's the first person that I've not walked away. And it's from. self work. Wow. Not not that I didn't Inner want work. to. Right. 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 But I'm saying mm-hmm. I haven't. Like what did you have to do? No. Not that I, not there. that I didn't want to. Not that the opportunity didn't present itself the way it presented itself in every other relationship. Right. But you made a decision. Yeah. To work on yourself. Yeah. And how mm. you were gonna how you were going to show up. Yeah. And then in doing that, when you when you really have the opportunity to do it and you take the opportunity, it opens you up to seeing. Seeing you for you and helping you navigate through everything else, mm-hmm. like every other relationship or every other situ. Like I'm learning so much more about the way it should be mm. now right. than I have before because I feel like I'm actually fighting for something bigger than me. Do you feel like in the or pa- bigger than your yeah. past relationships that you have walked away th- from in our conflict showed you like, man, I shouldn't have walked away from some of those? Or no? Like, nah. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, dang, I could have handled that different. Like, in the, I mean, in the yeah, way I'm handling. I mean, there's tons of things I could have handled. Oh, for sure. I mean, there's tons, tons of things I could have handled differently. I think that... I don't know if I would say I would change right, right, right. those relationships. Right, right, right. But I think... If I had the tools you have now, if I had a better heart posture now mm-hmm. than I did then, I don't mm-hmm. even think it would have gotten to those points mm-hmm. because I would be able, I would be mature enough to know how to either walk away sooner or have those conversations of, hey, and like, and this is really, where's Jay at? I don't know where he went, but Jay brought something up. We were talking and it, it brought so much perspective of how, <laughs> to de- like it was like ABCs like conflict for dummies mm-hmm. but it was like this candle right here right mm-hmm. say me and you're in a relationship mm-hmm. and we're sitting here and this candle is in front of us and you see it from your side I see it from right. my side right so say if we're sitting here and I'm like this candle is white and you're like that candle is black <laughs> right but I'm like it's white mm-hmm. now typically in relationships people would be like Okay, we're not aligned. Do you see that as white? Mm-hmm. It's clearly black. We're not aligned. Mm-hmm. Or it would be an argument, right? Mm-hmm. But what what Jay and I were talking, I was like, what I, where I think God wants us to be in relationships is to say, hmm. Yeah, the wax is white. Or no, and the just border is black. Just turn you, it or you see it. You see that as white. Even though I don't see any white, right? Or well, whoever was white. If you see it as white right. and I see it as black. But- if I don't see any white, does that mean that you're crazy? Does it mean that I'm crazy? Does it mean you're wrong? Does it mean I'm wrong? Or, okay, you see it that way. Are you open to accepting that I see it as black, even though you see it as white? 
Are you open to knowing that I see, are you even open to knowing that I see this as white, even though you see it as black? Would that work in every scenario though? Yeah. Yes, because it opens you up to having a dialogue and looking at it from a different perspective. Because even though you may see this candle as a different color than me, let's come to a conclusion that can we take care of this candle, even though you see it as a different color than I do? Right. Yeah. But I feel and like, if, I feel like that final answer might be like, no, we actually can't take care of it together. If in you, some scenarios, in some, in some scenarios, yeah. yeah. If you, if there's, the, yes, if there's certain foundational things that aren't gonna, right. yes, foundational. I'm not talking. I'm talking about situations. Just me situations. and you, we're in a relationship, so obviously our foundation aligns. Gotcha. I hope you don't get in any relationship with anybody and your foundation doesn't align, whether no, it's friendship, relationship, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying in situations, say there's yeah. a con this is a conflict. You see it as black, and I see it as white. Right. From my but I don't know what it's like to look on your per side. Mm -hmm. It may be white on your side. I mm -hmm. have no idea. But I love you enough to be open to your perspective of what you see it as. And as long as we can take care of this candle mm -hmm. in a healthy right. way, it may be okay that you may never see it the same color that I see it as. And it depends on the way you see it. What is that producing? Mm -hmm. If right. the way you see it is producing negative fruit. That's what I'm saying. If we can't take, if it's, right. not healthy, if it's not healthy and we're not taking care of this thing, but are we open to just because you see it differently right. doesn't mean that you're wrong doesn't mean that I'm wrong. That means there's an opportunity to have a conversation and express perspective. Like, what do you see on your side? That makes I me may think not a see lot that. Of when people's your upbringing, everyone sees things differently now as adults because mm -hmm. of our upbringing and mm -hmm. our past. So mm -hmm. there's so many scenarios that we're like, I, I don't feel that way. It doesn't bring you a feeling, or I don't, I don't see it that way. Yeah. Maybe like in the way you dress, or in the way you speak, or in the way you raise your children. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. It's like. Mm, they, they do this it's like mm -hmm. eh, maybe not not for me because of what you remember from growing up mm -hmm. but it's like well can we now i i understand that's how you mm -hmm. grew up you understand that's how i grew up mm -hmm. what can we do now well how mm -hmm. do we move forward and meet and respecting each other and in that dialogue you might the more that you have that conversation just like if you know those pictures where it looks like an image but then there's like an image in the image yes. mm -hmm. and it's like but once i show you okay now look it's see if you see a dog mm -hmm. and once you see it it's like, and oh, now it's yeah. like oh I never saw that before. Yeah. yeah. Would you look at that? I do see that. I do see white in that. You mm -hmm. have to be open to but it. But I'm yeah. saying, yeah. are you open to that? Mm -hmm. And I'm learning. And what Jay helped me with was, he was like, if I ask, are you open to seeing a different perspective? Are you mm -hmm. open to a different perspective? And if that person says no, I leave it alone. Mm -hmm. And if they say yes, then there's your opportunity for a conversation. But asking that question right. was set me free ask mm. just ask why are you frustrated that they don't see it the way you do ask are you open mm. to see seeing it the way and understanding why mm. i see it that way also are you under are you open to understanding why i see mm. it that way yeah and if the answer is no then the answer is no because there might be some mm -hmm. things like absolutely not mm -hmm. i don't want to see that mm -hmm. i am i don't and there are things that are okay for you to say yeah, i don't want to see that's that. your, yeah. that's your choice but at least Asking that question will set you free. Are you it set me free? Mm -hmm. You can choose to do whatever you want, but to ask the question and have permission and to know 
by me asking that and you said no, at least I know. Mm -hmm. That's like the book that you were reading, um, yes. Taking Offense. It's like we're frustrated without even yes. taking a second to think. That's nothing to do with me. I can release that. I choose yeah. to be offended by I someone choose. not seeing me my way. Yeah. Yes. If you don't see it my way and you're not willing yeah. to understand me, why am I frustrated? Yes. Yeah. And if you're not open to sharing why you see it that way, that could be frustrating for both people. Right. You know what I'm saying? I want to I want to know why you see I'm that person. I'm like, "Well, why, how do you see that?" Mm -hmm. Turn it again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I do not see that. You know, I'm, so I'm curious, you know, but I think asking that question and being open to a different perspective other than yours is major and yes. being able to if they're not open, they're not open. Mhm. Mm yeah. Or if they just never you. see it, then let it go. Yeah. Like you don't see it that way. And I'm not going to frustrate myself trying yeah. to get you to see it. It's also, yeah. it, it intertwines with boundaries and setting boundaries, especially with the people that you really love, like mm -hmm. family and really close friends. What do those boundaries look like? And I realized that when I started my work a year, literally the day that I landed in Atlanta with you guys, I've always told you I mm -hmm. left a relationship, an abusive relationship, the day that I landed yeah, to I want to talk about that too. Um, that's a year, almost right. a year and a half later. Mm -hmm. I know. I didn't know what boundaries were. Yeah. And I realized in our culture, we don't set boundaries with our parents, with our siblings, mm -hmm. with, our, with mm -hmm. our friends. A lot of us are just people pleasers and do whatever we're being told. Yep. And it's like, yep. oh, that's why that's showing up now 30 years later, mm -hmm. you know, so messed up. Mm -hmm. And why I, I feel so low every mm -hmm. time someone's talking to me and I feel like I have to do whatever they ask me to Lord, do. that's mm -hmm. me. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm learning but, that now. But though. the second you change and you place those boundaries, what happens? Everybody mad. Yep. Who are they so mad? Yep. Mm -hmm. They're so yep. angry. But with it's you. freeing, and it allows you to be like, "This works for me." Mm -hmm. And but it's hard to say. Is it boundaries. freeing at first? Because I feel yes. like for me it was. Well, me was it was definitely difficult. Okay. But it was freeing. Okay. But it's also you set the tone for that. Mm -hmm. If I haven't done this for so long, and now all of a sudden I want to do that, that is hard to do. Oh yeah. So you got to start that at the beginning of your relationships, at the beginning of work, at the beginning with your kids, at the mm. beginning with whatever. Do it at the beginning. Don't try to change up and, well, I want to do this this way now. That's very difficult to do in the middle of a relationship. Hey, KFS fam. Have you ever signed up for a free trial but forgot to cancel or you have subscriptions for services that you don't even use? You're like, hmm. How long have I been paying for that? I know I do. That's why we want to tell you about Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and it monitors your spending and helps you lower your bills all in one place, y'all. It's so dope. You guys know that the average person has about 12 paid subscriptions and 80% of the people who have paid subscriptions forget about it. Honestly, this has definitely been me. There are so many streaming platforms, it's hard to keep up with. And out of nowhere, you find yourself purchasing another app mm -hmm. to watch that one movie or show and never watch anything on that app again. Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify your subscriptions for you so you can stop paying for the ones that you don't want. The average person saves up to $720 a year with Rocket Money. Seriously, y'all, if you are somebody who has subscriptions, I promise you there are ones that you're not using and ones you've been unknowingly paying for. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money. Try it out now and see if it can help you clear up your subscription services, lower your bills and monthly payments. Y'all, stop throwing away your money. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses today by going to rocketmoney.com slash KFS. That's rocketmoney.com slash KFS. All right, guys, back to, back the, to show. the show. 
Yes, but I feel like a lot of people ha don't learn about it until later until it's on too in late. life. And yeah, now it's a little yeah. too late. But I'm so, saying that's been my struggle. Yeah, with new yeah. relationships, it's definitely much easier. Yeah. I think for me, the hardest has been with family and with like loved ones, people that have been around for ever. Yeah. It's like, oh, now I have yeah. boundaries. Now, my phone yeah. is on D&D. &D. So I don't no. answer it after yep. a certain time. Yep. No, oh, but you're not doing anything. You just, no. I'm not giving you that money. Uh, yep. No. We. No. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no. And you've been doing it for so long. Right. I'm not saving you anymore. I have an 18 year old yep. daughter who mm -hmm. is now, love her to death. My baby girl, but so mad. <laughs> so mad at me. Like I am the worst. But She's 18? Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. I know. I have a big gap. So 18 year old and two year old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just angry because I'm setting boundaries yeah. and I've started doing that. But then the older they get, the harder it is to mm -hmm. set those boundaries and the entitlement. It's like, I said no and no, and no. but I've spent 15 so many years, years. Yep. you know, yep. giving in yep. and mm -hmm. saying, okay, it's fine. Or it's like, if you don't do this, you're going to get out of here. And mm -hmm. then the one time that's like, well, you got to get out. She comes back and says, I didn't think you would. Oh, you think I'm a punk. Mm -hmm. You've been treating me like a punk all these years. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've had you literally pussy written right here. Yeah. <laughs> Walking around the yeah. hall with my house. Mm -hmm. And now you said those boundaries. Same thing with the family. Then they're going to cut you off. And it's like, well, I have to cut you off as well. Yeah. Because it's not healthy. Yeah. But that seems really hard. I feel like sometimes people look at celebrities and, you know, they're like, oh, they have difficult family dynamic, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, so do regular people that work out Walmart, Home Depot, office desk, office managers. They're going through that struggle mm -hmm. as well with their family. Ours is just more mm -hmm. magnified. Yes. It's playing out in the public. Mm -hmm. And it's like, everyone's like, oh my God, they tweeted about it. They did this. Or they went on a podcast and talked about it. Hey, we have to. Why? Because there's thousands of people listening every day mm -hmm. that don't have an outlet and feel mm -hmm. alone. Mm -hmm. When I started the pod at 30, I felt alone. Mm -hmm. My dad had just passed away. That was my age when mm -hmm. we were like this. So him passing away left me alone. Mm -hmm. I'm like, who am I going to talk to? Mm -hmm. Start a blog, start a podcast. People are like, oh my God. Who are you guys? Mm -hmm. That's how I, I feel know. about our episode with Jackie. People, so a lot of people were surprised that we did that episode. Or mm -hmm. it's too early. It's, I'm like, this is our our podcast is about our life. Mm -hmm. That was a major thing that happened in our life, and we wanted to honor our friends, so we talked about it on the mic. Yeah, I feel like it would have been weird not to talk not about to it, but, mention it. And do you, you know, know how many people messages wise while I'm seeing they're like, my goodness, I'm going through the same thing. Yeah, how yeah. beautiful it was to see you guys talking about it without breaking down. Or just being vulnerable and saying, this hurts. This mm -hmm. doesn't hurt. People need to hear that. And I think the only ones that see it in a negative way are the ones that wish they could, but can't. Mm -hmm. Because they're worried about every, what everyone else is going to think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. what, yeah. Uh, tell us about your relationship, though, that you let. <laughs> <laughs> I met you in, like, the midst of, or we met you, yeah. like, right at the beginning of that. I was, breakup. Um, so I have an 18-year-old. And I said, I'm having no more kids. I'm done. I'm never getting married and now she got again. a whole toddler. <laughs> a two-year-old. So I, I'm living my life and I moved to New York. I quit my, I was an accountant for six years. I quit my job and I take this leap of faith into the podcasting world. All right. I'm like, did we still talk? Rowdy. <laughs> we good um, audio? We're good audio. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So I decide that I'm going to take this leap of faith. I quit my job and I, I already started the podcasting space, but I wanted to do this. Saved, moved to New York for three months. And I had this friend, and the friendship became more than that. Um, we're together, and it just seemed like the perfect person. It was like Dubai. Well, no, no, no. I know Dubai ain't the perfect person. None, it's just well, fun. Okay. No, it, you're talking about right. the other guy, the nice guy. Oh, no, no, no. no, no, no that's okay. Because everything felt, oh, no, actually, I wasn't like Dubai. 
<laughs> You're right. You're it right. wasn't. Because at that time it wasn't. It turned out to be Dubai. It turned into Dubai. <laughs> right? No, it felt perfect. Um, this is, I think, when we all are look, we're not looking for something and you feel like, oh, it's God sent. Mm-hmm. And we think it's God sent, but we don't take a second to sit back to and question like, it. <laughs> Is it really God mm. or is it the devil in disguise? Lord. So mm-hmm. I got into this relationship with someone that I thought I knew. But sometimes when you have friends and even if you talk to them often, you're not asking the real questions that you need to ask. So it ended up being a very public relationship. And I um, decided to have another, chi- another kid. And we went. Because you thought it was forever. I knew. Wow. I, I wow. knew wow, wow. it was forever. Mm. And it wasn't a thing that I was on. A, I had an IUD in. That bad boy had been on for 15 years. Mm. I mean, I had to change it every five years. Mm. <laughs> you like, not the, same like one. not the same one. I changed. <laughs> <laughs> so I we went to therapy. Right? I was already in therapy. I was already doing my work together. before him. But so when we got together, I'm like, we got to go to therapy right away because we're good now. So let's talk mm. about this. My therapist knows me. I've always been saying I don't want any more kids. So we got to talk about to see if this is going to be a thing. Mm. My kid is about to be out the door. I want to be in Italy, tits out, hanging out, like For living sure. my life. I've been a mom since I was 18, yeah. my whole life. So it just, it seemed right. And we went for it. Pulled that bad boy out. And um, did it, started the family, and everything changed. Mm-hmm. Right like, after and, the baby? Or right when um, you got pregnant? I had the baby. No, no, no. I had the most amazing pregnancy, I will say. Wow. Most amazing mm-hmm. pregnancy, but I was still home. Once I had the baby, we moved. He asked to move to Jersey. Mm-hmm. He worked um, up north. So I was I'm about to be a wife. I'm moving. Of course, I'll pick up my that daughter. I'll pick That's up my son. Sucks. My other um, friend went through that. And sometimes we're so blinded by what we want versus mm-hmm. what God wants for us. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I derailed a little bit. I was so strong back into church. I grew up in the church. Mm-hmm. I was born in it, you know. Mm-hmm. And I just, I went more towards what I wanted versus what God wanted for me. But mm-hmm. he's still going to make way. So mm-hmm. I move, bring the kids up there. The second I land into basically isolation, things changed. It was like a, literally a like light switch. Push the button. Everything switched instantly instantly and i get asked um all the time like why am i so public about it Mm. and ever since i opened and i still haven't even scratched the surface on speaking on everything because Mm. i feel like everything doesn't need to be said it's like the people that get the message they get it Mm. have you been there trying to protect him um i feel like when you have kids it's more of like protecting your kids relationship with them or their well or their view you know what I mean you don't want to be like at least for me I I don't yeah well my kids have a relationship right but I don't ever want to make I don't want to be a part of changing their perspective of their dad the idea they have of him yeah because they didn't he didn't do that to them I mean he didn't do everything right I have the offense with you they you didn't offend them you offended me right you know what I mean and I I never want, especially because I have boys, I never want them to look at their dad differently based off of how their dad treated me. Mm. So you I don't feel, want to be in, in your scenario, you feel as though the person and the father is still a good person. I don't believe that if you're a good dad, you're a good man. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't believe that. I believe if you're a good man, you're a good dad. I don't believe that just because you're a good dad, you're a good man, if that makes sense. So, but you can be a good dad 
Because what are they I, showing him? That, that's my thing. Like because like some people have tolerances for other people. You know what I'm saying? Like you might have a tolerance for your children that you don't have for me. You can be patient with them, but you can't be patient with me. It's a situ your your love okay. is situational. Yeah, mine was, mm. mine was probably a little bit different because once things started getting really bad by the same therapist who had already been seeing us separately. Because we went together, but I was like, well, we're just, we go to things separate when mm -hmm. we're good and things start getting rocky or whatever. Just tune-ups. Because mm -hmm. the cars need tune-ups and we need tune-ups. Yeah. Um, within, she told me he had narcissistic personality disorder. Mm -hmm. This is what's going on here. And mm -hmm. I had never heard of that. Mm -hmm. Now, at this point, I, it wasn't even like, that's, everybody throws that word out all the time and I hate it. Yeah. yeah. When I tell you I hate Narcissist it. Narcissistic gaslight. I hate it. Because that's a, especially the gaslight. I'm like, uh, I still don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, what does that mean? Gaslight, narcissist, in, in post You said, I don't even own a car. I, I said, I don't ha is. need gas. No. Got a Tesla. No. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I don't know what, I still don't know what that no, means. No, until you've been through it. You won't even know what You're it like, is. You're like, it's a real thing. Oh, it's a thing. real thing. You Jeez. feel crazy. Gaslighting you turn is, crazy. That, you literally There's no way that you can be in a relationship with someone who has narcissistic traits and not become okay, wait. somewhat crazy. Off. So I will say narcissistic traits is completely different. <laughs> I think you can have <laughs> someone. <laughs> you are going to be on your rocker. Fall off your cocker. It's impossible. Well, traits is one thing. Remember, I, play around if you want to. It's kind of like an autism spectrum. Right, that's what I'm saying. So it's there. It depends yeah. where. Once someone has NPD, that's a totally well, yeah, different story. Totally different story. Narcissistic personality disorder. Ooh, it's over wee. for you. This. <laughs> no, it's over. There's no fixing it. <laughs> it's so over. You remember you, when I went down a whole rabbit? Remember I was calling you and I was having a whole rabbit trail of nar. Because I was like, there's something to this. <laughs> There's something there, to this. But once you see it, you can't unsee, unsee it. it. Lord. You hear it point you, it, It's not going to happen. And once that person knows you see them, oh, it's there's no going back. Nope. Be, that's it. The mask is off. Mm -hmm. So I just want anyone listening to these. They just walk in that truth. They, oh, just, they yeah. unveil themselves and they are nasty about Jesus. it. It is, it, it is nasty. terrible. It, it is, is like, oh, bet. All bets are off. I can just All be now. I don't ever. I don't, I don't have, have to, to hide. I don't it. have to hide. I don't have to put sugar on top of it anymore. But I don't it's have still to only behind closed doors. Yeah, but it's, it's still, never it's in front of never people. It's never in front of never. anyone. And These, if it is, that's a mistake. It's absolutely. Like a, it's a, absolutely. It's rare. It's, it's very rare. Yeah, I don't know. It definitely doesn't happen in public. Very. And um, that's why I, I don't like for people to use the word so loosely because it's something that really messes you up forever. <laughs> Once I was told this, I was actually in Puerto Rico with my grandmother who was passing away and he was actually uh, back in Jersey messaging his next supply. You know, that same week, found her and within two months had her pregnant. But when I got back, oh Lord, um, ring on my finger, ready to go, baby on my arm. Three days I packed up my stuff and left because I, for those three days I didn't sleep mm. reading like, about what this meant. The, yeah. Because I didn't know what it was. Yeah. Again, people just throw out narcissistic. People are toxic. Somebody might not just like you. Right. Or they cheated. Right. Or they're a bad person. Right. That's mm -hmm. it. That does not make them a narcissist. Yeah. It really doesn't. Or what, they're what's immature. What's the definition of narcissist? Like what is narcissistic? So people with narcissistic personality disorder, they have no emotional empathy. They have no empathy. Zero. They, zero. Zero empathy. Like zero. zero. Everything is for themselves. For themselves. Everything is about them. They're everything. Jesus. Liars. Like about everything anything. and, and anything. anything. It's just and then they feed off of you. So they're leeches off of you. They see you and they first 
fall for you because you have something they want. Mm-hmm. So they're like, they, I want what you got. It's a light. This, mm-hmm. it's a light. Mm-hmm. They will suck that light out of you. Dry. They will take that voice from you. Mm-hmm. You become a shell of who you are. Mm-hmm. Factors delicious, ready to eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more. There's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition pack add-ons to help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Snacks, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save. We've done all the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved and nutritious and delicious. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale options done easily. Flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals a week. Plus, you can pause and reschedule your deliveries anytime. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash totality50 and use code totality50 and get 50% off. That's code totality50 at factormeals.com slash totality50 to get 50% off. All right, guys, back to the show. All right, guys, before we continue on with this episode, just a quick announcement. Black representation in media is super important to our community as it promotes diversity, challenges stereotypes, and allows for more authentic storytelling. It helps foster a sense of belonging and can positively impact societal perceptions and breaking down biases. Tabitha Brown, Ava DuVernay, Viola Davis, Issa Rae all have made significant contributions to film, television, and media paving the way for more diversity and inclusion. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are a distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories and Black truths. I recently listened to an episode titled The Civil Rights Generation. The show gives a deeper look into the stories beyond the history book providing first-hand accounts of what happened from the people who actually lived it. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR's Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices that are varied, nuanced, and Black. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. All right, guys, back to the show. 
-hmm. And that's why it upsets me so much because who I was in 2018, 2017, by the time 2022 came, I was a shell. By March, when I landed to you guys, there was nothing to me. Wow. Nothing. Wow. Nothing to me. Do you me. feel like you're getting that back? Oh, it's been a year and three months. And yes. Good. But boy, is it hard. Mm -hmm. And it takes a That's lot of work. I was doing therapy four times a week. Wow. Four times. I spent so much money. Wow. You know, and, and those first three months, four times a week, a lot of therapy. You And then you have a kid to take care on top of that. Like, do you just take a shit again? Yeah. Like, I am yeah. tired. You keep waking up. Now you're sick again. I still have to do. And then with someone like that, that you're co-parenting with becomes even harder because if they don't have access to you, they don't care about their children. Again, this means they have no empathy for anyone. Wow. It includes their children. So now someone who you thought you were going to have this beautiful life with what happened? Where are they? I'm by myself, financially, emotionally, like mm -hmm. physically, everything is just you alone. Mm -hmm. um, but again, therapy, getting close to God and making the choice to not go. Cause I could have turned to sex. I could have mm -hmm. turned to drugs. Mm -hmm. I could have turned to partying. Mm -hmm. I could have turned to a lot of things. I chose this time around. It's my first time being single in 36 years. Mm. You left cold turkey or because cold turkey. Really? Cold turkey. I was in and, Puerto Rico. And, and that's not always the it standard because be. it takes, I will say, and I'm not saying nobody is nothing. So please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that two things. It, if you are in a relationship with someone who is narcissistic or show or have a strong showing of those or traits. Or even very toxic. Or very, or even very or toxic. And especially, and I, I want to lean more towards the narcissistic because they do it behind closed doors. Mm -hmm. You can, it is a very um, lonely life because nobody knows what you are experiencing mm -hmm. when you go home. And it is very hard to express what that, is if you haven't ever experienced it. And they'll never because believe it's not Because it's not the, he hit me. It's these very strategic maneuvering of emotions and pulling of like... It becomes an addiction. It is mm. sick. I, I, I'm like, I can't even... Some things that I've experienced, I'm like, I can't even believe that that happened happened yeah so when those relationships start they put you on this really high pedestal. oh you are You're the up queen. here when i tell you who so love it becomes really mm -hmm. hard to love absolutely and that's what i'm saying how was it so easy for you to leave cold turkey when you had all of the average because person that, would be like by that time it i was already getting breadcrumbs okay by that time okay, i was getting okay, breadcrumbs okay. and um, and you were told this person has and I was told yeah. now this, not by like a friend, because yeah. I've had friends that were like, I, when I told little bits here mm. and there, um, they're like, you know, this, is, this doesn't seem like very healthy, you mm. know, or maybe mm. so uh, some things because I was really stressed out. Mm. But then again, I'm, it's a new baby. There's mm. a move. We're right out of COVID. Yeah. So there's all these things that I'm like, oh, no. It's those things. Yeah. It's it not has this. to be that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's no way that you adored me, walked the... Publicly, so I scream. We scream from the mountaintops. Mm -hmm. Everything was done for me. I had the most beautiful pregnancy. The time mm -hmm. before that, every step was taken, um, and then this happens, and it's like, no. First of all, shame. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna go back home now with a baby. <laughs> 
Uh, well, that shame that, is it, real. That shame is mm-hmm. so real. You feel so, shame and you're like, real. and then from the outside in, like if you have friends and you're like, girl, just go home. You're mm-hmm. fine. I had my home back mm-hmm. in Florida. I had everything. I had my money. I had my business. Why not just leave? Shame. I stayed eight long months longer than I shame, should have. Shame wow. of shame of even going out pretending you're okay when you're not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Coming yeah. back home, that shame of like, I just walked out pretending that I didn't just get either cussed out or told something mean. Yeah. Or I went to a wedding. I went to a wedding where Joe Rogan was there and all kinds of celebrities. And I was wearing so much makeup on my throat, right here on my neck, to cover it up. Because it happened that night before. But if you look at those videos and those pictures, you look at I me. am so in love. Lord. So in love. Lord. You can tell us that we were next. Oh, we were next. No. We were next four months later. Mm-hmm. And it's like no one would know. And you're like also think this really strong woman would go through that. Yeah. Um, this woman that has everything on yeah. her own. Yep. You yep. know, that yep. can carry on her own. But also I think when you have children um, and, and at this age, I don't know if, if I was younger, would I have left? As soon as I did, I also have to admit I have my own home in Florida. I have my own vehicles. I had my own. Fin- you I was had the resources to. I had yeah, the resources. Yeah. So maybe not so much in people, but I knew that I had it because I'm not close to my family either. Mm-hmm. After my my dad passed away, so he became also he filled the void there. He knew because mm-hmm. again he was. Now that I look back, I believe he was praying when he saw what I was going through when there was a friendship. Mm-hmm. So I, I I think that. If you're there, it's one, utilizing your friendships. Oh, I leaned mm. on those friendships hard, you know, mm-hmm. to help with the baby, to help me, to listen to me. I felt like such a shitty friend for so long because every time they called, I'm just going this through this dark cloud. Yeah. Can I, you're not calling me to smile yeah. because I'm just going to depress you. Yeah. I think that was, I had the opposite effect. I didn't want to tell anybody. Yeah. Unless I was asked or really probed to, yeah, yeah, to say to anything, talk. I would yeah. not say. Because well, I didn't already want. Left. Even after, I mean, okay. just in general, I didn't ever want to put that because I didn't want to be the for every time I call her, she's going through something with this nigga. Right. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to talk mm-hmm. to that friend all the time. You know what yeah. I mean? So I didn't want to, but I, I kind of wish I would have been more vocal or maybe, and maybe if I had a therapist at the time, it would have been so much easier I because I would have had it. somebody to completely if dump If it to. was not for her. Yeah. I would not be here. Yeah. That was a weekly, sometimes twice a week. Wow. The entire the entirety of my relationship before and after. Yeah. It never stopped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I will a thousand percent attribute that to God mm-hmm. and my therapist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She could see what I didn't. When I left, months, months later, when I opened up about the physical abuse, my friend said, What? Mm-hmm. He you went through what? And I'm like, I thought I I thought I said it. In my mind, Right. I thought I had said something. Even my therapist did not know of one of them. And I'm like, I know I told you, mm. but you're so isolated and you're switching your own world mm. and you're so you're living in under so much shame. And you're used to you covering it up. That's the name of the game. Although for me, there were only three instances of physical abuse. The rest was just mental, verbal, well, not only, emotional. But one see, is more than enough. One is absolutely you know what absolutely, I'm but like, you're saying the mental and emotional outweighed, outweighed, outweighed the yeah. physical, and Way I think more. people don't understand how much worse. Hmm. And I don't, I don't want to say that because I've never been I've never been through a physical abusive relationship, so I don't. Okay, so I'll tell you that's worse. But I'm saying, but <laughs> so you have experienced both. Yes. I what it does to your <laughs> what it does to the person of you, mm-hmm. to the soul of you. 
to you'll know, never be back to who you were. You it's like you, you can be though. No, you'll you can't never return be back. back to you'll, that. I'll never you have be to be better Carla. or worse. You're it, saying that's what I'm saying. You have to I'll be better. Be, though. Yeah, you can't you ever be, go back. You have to become a better version of yourself. I'll never be that vulnerable girl. Oh right, right, I'll right. Never right. The traits the that, same way. Got you. I'll never got you. think the same got way. Got you. So one of the reasons why I changed my hair to that crazy ginger for the year was because I couldn't stand looking in the mirror at the blonde. Because mm, it reminds you of the It reminded time, me yeah. of that girl. And I, I've been blonde forever. I'm going back blonde now. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. I'm over it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But <laughs> I would look in the mirror and I would just ball crying because I'm like, just go back to who you were. Mm. Girl, snap out of it. You're back in Florida. You're back oh, home. You got it. Like, I go know back that to feeling. being here. Go back to going outside. Yep. Yep. Go back to... I can't, it's yep. been a year and three months mm-hmm. and I can't, I don't even know how to talk to men. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it, I just yep. said, I've never been single. Mm-hmm. I can go from relationship to relationship. These boys, they love me quick. Yep. We fall in love. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> we going to get married. Mm-hmm. We have sex one time. We together forever. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I could do that. Now I can't. I'll yeah. never be that person. I mean, I'm glad I wouldn't take it back yeah. because I don't know where I'd be today if I was still, you know, that girl before. Yeah. I, I wouldn't get the blessings that I'm getting today. Yeah. And you have to go through certain pains and certain tribulations. And and I think God definitely puts a delay on some things until you have it's to go through it. Yes. Steal for a little bit. And then there's bigger blessings coming. It's just like, all right, God, that was a lot. Yeah. It Ooh, was heavy. But he's like, I only give you things Those that are you can handle. Those are things to heal from. That mental and emotional is way harder to heal from mm-hmm. and it's and it think about think about if somebody was physically hitting you over and over and over and over and over and over again how much you would have to heal from right. that wound mm-hmm. it is no different with emotional and mental mm-hmm. abuse when you are getting it on a constant throughout the day mm-hmm. every day but then that happens and then there's a high and they bring you up Oh, and then yeah, they bring you down. Oh, and that's where the addiction the comes in. Because you're waiting on the high. You're always looking for it. You're like, I'll do whatever I can. Like, okay, to get maybe you to he was upset high. because Ooh, I talked too much. Let me stop talking so much. So you literally stop talking because anything you say might upset them. Or you're scared to death of the when you're up because you know the down is coming. Right. At any moment. It's coming. It never lasts long. And then after a while, it just it becomes more mm-hmm. and more and more. Um, but once you leave, it's... It's so much, it's so hard to heal from it. But I will say anyone that might have just left right now, just stay the course. Mm-hmm. And things are going to come from that. They will come back. Someone else will come back yeah. quickly. Yeah. That will make you feel good. But you have to be aware. You have yeah. to do the work on yourself. If you don't do the work on yourself, it, it, it's a you thing. Why did I allow mm-hmm. someone to treat me that way? Why mm-hmm. did I allow? Why didn't yep. I have the boundaries yep. Yep. to yep. say no? Or have the proper tools to set those boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, But yeah, I yeah. had to ask myself so many times, why did I allow for someone to speak to me that way, mm-hmm. to talk to me that way? And then it took me back to my upbringing. Oh, this shit ain't new. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> this yep. is it's not the new. little girl in you that allowed it. You replaced Ooh-wee. my mother. Yep. You replaced yep. her and you were giving me the love that I thought that I needed from her. And you did that and then boom, you ended up being just her. Wow. But you knew that. So it's like, oh, okay. So I have to heal from way back mm-hmm. the childhood. What made me think that was okay? And then start setting boundaries. Yeah. And what does that... And then again, when you see it now, now that you've been through it, yeah. you'll see it way faster. I remember yeah. like six months and I got on... Somebody, some guy DM me on Instagram. And I was like, let's go one day. Let's go to brunch. Oh my God, right afterwards, that conversation, he said a few things, and I'm like, you're crazy. You're like, nope. You're like, narcissist. No, I mean, you're like, nope. At least you're just weird and doing a lot. Immediately within those 30 days, text messages, like, it was a lot. And I'm like, sir, 
you're, but I was able to tell mm-hmm. from that lo- those first three days of speaking, mm-hmm. like you'll feel it, like your body mm-hmm. tells you. And then sometimes you feel like you meet someone and you have all these butterflies and you're like, Da-da-da. that's your body alerting you. That's mm-hmm. your alarm clock in the morning at for me, 4 a.m. when it goes out. That's your body telling you something's wrong. Yep. Something's something's off here. Something's bringing you back to something. Listen to your body. Yeah. That's something Sarah that sometimes we don't that. do. She was like, take inventory of your body. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. I mean, Boohoo crying because it's so true. My body was telling me for a long time while I was gone. I documented recently um, because I my anxiety is even worse than what it was before growing up um, after this. Yeah. And my body reacts. So my body, my stomach swells up and it would swell up mm. and it just looked like I was six months pregnant, hard as a rock. This is in the moment. Not it happened in the moment, to me like while I was there. And it happened to me recently again wow. um, because more th- I've had, I have things coming left and right. When I tell mm-hmm. you when there are blessings coming, the devil goes mm-hmm. to work he goes from, hard, but from hard. places you would never imagine. Mm-hmm. You're like, what just, we were just good. Yeah. Why am I getting this lawsuit for what? Yeah. I'm so tired of court and lawyers. Good luck. Like, I, <laughs> I know about that. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> it's like, but it's coming from people that you thought are supposed to be close to you. It's coming mm. from people that you gave such a chance, mm. right? And I'm like, my goodness, those boundaries have to be put up. My body, I have to listen to it. My my body was telling me something's off, but I'm like, oh, I must be eating something. I have to be allergic to something. Yeah. Like, what is it? I, mm-hmm. I it's just my anxiety. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. no, there yeah. is something mm-hmm. deeper there. Stress. Why is my anxiety so bad yeah. right now? Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm learning to a boundary. I've never been a boundaries person, but I what I my experience in relationship right now with boundaries is is that um, I know my capacity, mm-hmm. and I let God set my boundaries. And the reason why I say it in that way is because, and I, I saw this on some reel, and I was like, this is a good way to look at it. And these are for people who it's not maybe for everybody, but if you're spirit led and you have a relationship with, with God, God, this would be helpful for you. But um, they were like, I can set boundaries, right? Say I'm setting a boundary. I'm not getting on the phone after 10 o'clock. That is my boundary. If you get, if you don't allow God to still work in your life and still have the Holy Spirit lead you, you will allow your boundary to override the Spirit. So say some, say I'm not answering the phone after 10 o'clock, but say the Holy Spirit leads somebody to call you at 10.05. Mm-hmm. And you're not sensitive to the Holy Spirit and you didn't answer the and phone. And so you can answer that. Yeah. Yeah. But So you know your capacity, mm-hmm. but then let the Holy Spirit set your boundaries. Absolutely. Let the Holy Spirit tell you, don't do that. Or speak to don't you. Don't respond to yeah. that. Yeah. Don't go there. Yeah. I know my capacity. I know I can set myself, I can hold myself accountable to my capacity. You can't do more than four social events. Mm-hmm. That's your capacity, mm-hmm. babe. Mm-hmm. You're going to max out mm-hmm. on that. You can't have, you can't. You know, you know you. We all mm. know ourselves if we're really honest with ourselves. Yeah, but that's the thing right if there. If you're really honest Most with people yourself. people aren't honest with yourself. Yeah. You got to get or honest with yourself. yourself. And you got to take time to get to know you. Because mm-hmm. you be thinking, like you said. Or paying attention everything in the moment. else. Yeah. yeah. I have learned so much about myself in this past year. Mm-hmm. My goodness. If I would have just sat my ass down, mm-hmm. you know, before and between. And really think and on yourself. And stop and learn mm-hmm. and spend time with myself. Those first four months were hard. In, mm-hmm. in a bed alone. Like no one to talk. Like you're used to talking to this person every, every single day. day, laying in. No, it doesn't matter how bad the fights were. At least we're sleeping together. Mm-hmm. Wow. You yeah. know, at least you're in that. But I don't care. We might not be talking, but you're mm-hmm. right there next wow. to me. So being yeah. in a bed alone, when I never in my mm-hmm. life I've been in my bed. I, 
again, I left my parents' house mm-hmm. to get married. Same. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So being alone was hard. Mm-hmm. Now, other than my son being in my bed, ugh, gotta get him out of there. <laughs> but I like I can spread out, I can do what I want. I don't mm-hmm. have to worry about texting someone or being out. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, what you know how they're being a hoe? God, oh Lord. just the fear. Uh, d- there's of, all this there's fear, fear of what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't it? Just to do anything. You're walking on eggshells. Anything. Not even to to do anything. Doesn't matter what it is. You felt like, I remember feeling scared always in my house just Mm -hmm. to do anything. Mm -hmm. Because you didn't want any little thing to throw them off, to make it a thing, to make it a, you're scared to be too successful because that might. Mm. That part. That part. I, I can't be too, I have to be dependent on you. Some like you have to believe that I'm dependent on you. Mm. Cause the second you believe that I'm not dependent on you, it goes bad. Mm. And you I don't know, think, just all of that. Like, I don't think I've ever said this publicly, but I used to lie. All right, you guys, at this point, I know we can spot a too good to be true health hack a mile away. Do you check for the latest studies on health aging or do you read labels like it's your job? Come on, be honest. Is that you? Well, congratulations. You're a skeptic. And Ritual knows that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds their standards. Ritual's Essential for Women is USP verified, so you know you can trust what you're putting in your body. Only about 1% of supplement brands on the market have the USP verified mark, which shows that the product contains the ingredients actually listed on the label. I love Ritual Essentials because for women 18 and older, this is one of the few multivitamins that are vegan, non-GMO, project verified, gluten and major allergen free, certified bee crop and made traceable. Gentle on an empty stomach with a minty essence in every bottle that helps making taking your multivitamins enjoyable. No more shady business. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com totality. Start Ritual or add a Central for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash totality for 25% off. All right, back to the show. Okay, you guys, before we continue on with this episode, have you ever been on a hunt for a new doctor and you asked everyone? So I totally know what this feels like. You ask everybody who you know for a doctor that listens to you, knows what you need, makes you feel comfortable. After weeks of searching and asking everyone around town, you finally find the one. It's close to the kid's school, it's close to your house. It's amazing, it checks all the boxes. So then you call the office, you make an appointment, and they actually have an available appointment. Everything is working out just right. But then the receptionist tells you that the perfect doctor that you've been waiting for and you search all over for doesn't take your insurance. I'm telling you right now, wipe the tears, put away the ice cream, and head over to ZocDoc.com to find and book a doctor who is right for you and takes your insurance. We're talking about booking appointments with thousands of top-rated patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for ones that take your insurance, that are located near you, and treat almost every and any condition you're searching for. These doctors have verified reviews from actual real patients, not robots. The typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc.com is between 24 and 72 hours. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments. You can find the doctor you want and book them immediately with just a few app taps. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you 
and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com totality and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash totality. ZocDoc.com slash totality. All right, guys, back to the show. About what I had. Mm-hmm. And, it, and I think some women, maybe that might be something you have to do. You know, pretend like you ain't got it. If you're mm-hmm. dealing with that, you right. got to be yes. I would just say, listen, be strategic. Very. Have a plan. If you know that you are dealing with somebody who is a narcissist or some type of personality disorder, you need to have a plan. You need to stay calm. You need to always remain calm, never be emotional, mm-hmm. and you need to have a plan. Do not just leave thinking that that's no. you need to be strategic. very strategic. Yeah. And I almost wish that I was more strategic in the way that I accident yeah because you you leave off of emotion like i'm done oh mm-hmm, you can't mm-hmm, operate mm-hmm. off and emotion at, at all you at just all. can't and i think one of the things that so most people that deal with someone with mpd don't see um we look for revenge or we want to expose them and mm. i didn't do that mm. i stayed very quiet Same. um because i saw what he was able to do to the women in the past because of how they reacted. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to react when then you there are huge interviews to millions of people and they're talking about you on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. My name is being thrown out weekly. Lord. Big platforms. Mm-hmm. My DMs are disgusting. And I'm like, what am I? I, I just want to go off. Mm-hmm. I want to go off and I stay very quiet. I stayed very poised. That's Because good if you yeah. act out, you look you, you crazy. Just want crazy. crazy. Because yep. you want to defend yourself. reading out scriptures. Yep. You know who's going to believe that the guy's reading scriptures and like talking about being so nice to women and kids and everything yeah. else is doing all this stuff. Mm-hmm. They're never going to believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ne- stay calm. Mm-hmm. Let God do what God going to do. Yeah. And it happens yeah. quickly. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. stay quiet, for me, Happened in three mm-hmm. seconds. Wow. Like three months. Mm-hmm. But it happened very yeah. fast. Because people are like, oh, what happened there? That ain't for me to tell you. Mm-hmm. Just keep watching. Mm-hmm. The Lord will reveal himself. Always. He really will. Always. He will reveal everything. But you have to be very strategic. Very, keep and calm. calm. I think, keep, I think that so was hard. the biggest lose thing. Lose your shit at home and with your therapist. Lose it there because I would lose it. I would throw tantrums. Tantrums at home like a little See, kid. That is the part I wish I did. The tantrums. You need to but I never had a release, an outlet. Oh, I, ha- I never had that moment to just scream. Oof, I had so many like, of them. And you're I saying need, by yourself or I'm with, just saying in your relationship? Just No, just, at, at just in point. general. Like, I never had that, like... You bottled it in? Yeah. Like, I never had the, re- like, a, a physical release mm-hmm. of frustration. Mm-hmm. Like, I never screamed you know we would get into i would get mm-hmm. into fights with him but not that i'm talking about after it's all said and done like, a, oh, like i right. never yes yeah, like even a, a tantrum like and uh really like if somebody were to really ask me how i felt let it go like yes. really do it yeah. i never had you have that. to have that yeah. therapist to be able to yeah. like when i like i said it was like two-year-old tantrums throwing off and even the fact that after you know this person is terrible to you you know this person is not for you you still want them Mm-hmm. Months later, you're like, "Why my tantrums were I, I the good times? Why is my body Holding still craving them? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because you start going back to that. You're yeah. like, but was it was it that bad? Yeah, right. Right. I know. Right, Mine right, is more right. of the protecting that person. Like, I I don't ever want to be absolutely because we become their protectors. Yeah. We're their saviors. 
We literally yeah. become their saviors. And but I already have that savior complex with everybody else. Mm-hmm. I want to save everybody and their mama. Mm-hmm. Business-wise, oh my God, their business is failing. Here I am mm-hmm. trying to f- fix mm-hmm. somebody's business right away mm-hmm. in the back. And then I'm exhausted. They don't even want it as bad yep. as I want it for them. Mm-hmm. I can do this. I can shout them out. Okay. Baby, you don't want to ship them orders. <laughs> I'm not giving you another shout out. They emailing me asking where they, they not DMing me, sending me their tracking information. Goodness. Where I'm like, you need to do this, this is not, and they don't do it. And I'm like, I, I can't continue to help you. So I want to save everyone. And then, but those tantrums were so good for me to mm. let it just out. I yeah. had to let it out, yeah. and I still have them. They're less and less. I still have, you know, the the days where I'm like, fuck, mm. like why? Mm. Or now my biggest thing is I want to date. But I don't even know where to start. Or am mm. I am I emotionally available? I think I'm, I am a little bit more now. But am I? Do I want that? Am I attractive to that safe guy? Mm. Right. Mm. Or toxic guy? I definitely attracted to the toxic yep. one. I will say there was a at the radio station. There was a it was a comedian that came that came in, mm-hmm. and I was like, came in the door. And I was like, wow. I'm like, ooh, who girl? I yeah, know. immediately I was like, whoa. And then it was like, there was text, there was, the phone number was exchanged, and I went straight to my therapist, and I'm like, I don't know what it is about him. And immediately she says, look some up. She goes, oh, that, they're very similar. I'm like, no, they're not. No, <laughs> they are alike. not. Nothing alike at all. And she's like, okay. So one time I was seeing the person, and I said, I said oh, I, but I'm, mm. it felt good. It felt familiar. I was having a good time. Mm. Like, that's what I was attracted to. Then I meet my safe guy mm-hmm. who I'm going on date after date or whatever. And I'm just like, I don't know. Is that, I think it's boring, <laughs> but he's not boring. We're having fun. Like, he's actually We're, a good person. Great yeah. person. Great job. Has the time, mm-hmm. like looks for me, does the, puts the dates to everything I had asked for. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but is this boring? No, it was, it's just mature. And now I have wow. to figure out mm-hmm. how I can get rid of like being attracted. It's like, like those son, kids are like, I'm bored. It's like go read a book. It's like this. You have all the toys. Read a book. You got you all toys. this to do you in your TV. board. Yeah. You have a phone, a Nintendo yep. Switch, yep. a yep. trampoline, a playground, uh, and you're bored. Yeah. That I'm sure that's what God probably Lord. It's like here's this guy, great guy, who's a great guy on paper. Here you go. Here's a great guy, and we're like, well, I'm bored. All, <laughs> all that I gave this? you, and you're bored. Mm-hmm. Get to know him. Go create fun. <laughs> and that's go the do something. I don't think like, you're supposed go to meet do, someone. I was looking for that passion. I remember talking to my therapist and I'm like, I just don't feel passion. And she's like, that passion that you were referring to. It's like, lust. Like, it was chaos. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's lust too. Yes. Like, oh, I'm lusting over you. That's why I like you so Kinda. much. Kind of. Like what I felt. See, I've never experienced lusting after somebody. I mean, so I'm, I'm not a sexual person. Really? I mean, I at least want to know what that look feels like. Maybe I've never been like, like, I think all my really, I mean, Mm-mm. they start with lust. I'm not a sexual like, person like that. You. So I, can't, I don't even like you. Well, Have I you ever looked at someone lust. and saying like, I could just smash him. But it, there has been somebody lust. that I, but when I got, in, when I get into relationships, it's not a lustful thing. I just can't wait to be in a relationship because mm-hmm. I like, like there's I like safety. Religion. I love it. Yeah. There's safety in it yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. I'm committed to somebody. I'm accountable I'm to one person. the relationship. It, it's the the thing that pulls me more is the idea that we can have a relationship. Mm. It's not even the sex because I'm mm. not a sexual. You know I me. Mean? I'm mm. not really a sexual person. Mm. But the idea of a relationship, uh, yeah. Like the bond. But my but the- my, my uh, therapist pointed out she was like, "You're an only child." She was like, "You will always have codependency issues." Wow. Always. Because I'm the only child. Wow. Because only kids, you know, you don't have a you don't have anybody. Right. So when you find somebody, you attach you attach yourself to them. 
because you want that bond. You want a fam like you you don't have when you're mm. an only child, you don't have that. She was like, so you will always be, be challenged. Because mm -mm. you're like, only child, you're okay being alone. Right, right, you right. You are, but you crave that. Like, I always, I never had anybody, I never grew up with anyone who could relate to me on my level. Okay. So there's, you're in constant isolation. Mm. So then when you see other people that have siblings, they always, mm. you always have a person. They're always My together. mom dies, yeah, I yeah, have, yeah. who do I have? Yeah. My dad goes, who do I have? I have yeah. my sisters, but I don't have relationships with them. They're not my they're half sisters. Yeah, don't have relationships with them. So like when, growing up in the same household, yeah, like I always it it all it always I always wanted to have a sibling that yeah. I was close to because then it's like you always have a best friend, you always have a friend, you always have somebody. Absolutely. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. you have that person that's all. You know how you are with your family? Like there's my family. Like I mean, I get along with them all the time, but they're my family. Yeah, I'm never yeah. gonna leave them. Yeah, you know what I mean? When you're the only child, you don't have that. You don't have somebody that's like. I'm never going to leave you. That's so wild because I can't even relate to that because I don't have that. Although they're there. Mm -hmm. I grew up with them. I don't have that closest to them. So for me, I'm alone. Mm -hmm. Alone. I had to create my family. Mm -hmm. my That's fam how I feel like I am. Mm -hmm. I yeah. So for someone out there that might be thinking, because sometimes we think we, we put so much emphasis on like family, blood over mm -hmm. everything. That That's my mom. That's my brother. That's my sister. You have to be no. there for them. No, that's yeah, not it. You yeah, can yeah. create they your can own family. They can be toxic and... And they can mm -hmm. choose to not want to do any better. Yeah. Sometimes mm -hmm. we're the ones that break these generational curses in our family. And sometimes you're like, mm -hmm. why did that become so heavy? Why, why, God, why was it on me? Why couldn't mm -hmm. it have been my sister or my dad who did mm -hmm. it or someone? Yes, it's me. So mm -hmm. it's a little bit harder on me, but I can create my family. So some yeah. of us don't have that closest, but boy, my friends are like my sisters. Yeah, They're yeah, literally yeah. my sisters. Like, they are my sisters. Same. But I'm close with my sister now, the older we got, but... Thank God. Ooh. And gotcha. right, thank you. <laughs> I was like, what's she doing over there? Scribble, scrabble, scrabble. She's like, wrap it up. Were no. you about to say that? Well, we'll finish your statement and then do um, uh, the what do you know for sure. Perfect. Um, yeah, just know that blood is not thicker than water. Mm -hmm. Set those boundaries. If someone is toxic for you, they're toxic. But really take accountability of yourself too. Are you the toxic one? Yeah. Cause Cause you, just yeah. because that person is more toxic don't mean that you ain't got some don't toxic, have any right. toxic you, yeah. There's always a role that you play. Mm -hmm. There is never, it's never, like I always say, I, I'm not a victim of my marriage. I participated. Right. I participated when it was good. I participated when it was bad. So yeah. I am not a victim of anything. But you, there's always a role that you play. Yeah. And you always got to take accountability for your part in it. I mean, but there are times that you could be a survivor of something. Absolutely, I'm but I'm saying take accountability in the sense of I allowed this, I put myself in the mm -hmm. situation. Maybe yes. there were some traits that I ignored. Maybe there were situations I could have done better. What led me to this position? There's always a role you play in your life. Absolutely. Regardless of what happens. There, I mean, obviously there are unfortunate situations, but just being aware of yourself mm -hmm. and where was I? What was I thinking? What was, did I miss something? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just That's why I asked. What allowed me mm -hmm. to allow someone else to treat me this way? Yeah. Why? Going back to the root. Like when right. we got robbed, that was an unfortunate situation. It was unfair mm -hmm. and it wasn't provoked. But going back. We went back, down the line of how we got there. And there what are so we many done. things yeah, so that many we could have done better that would have maybe resulted. And maybe not. I don't know. But it maybe right. would have yeah. resulted into that not happening, happening or it not being as tragic Maybe okay. if we took yeah. our stuff, maybe right, if we right, took right, certain right, right. things out, whatever, it wouldn't have been as tragic. So just being aware 
So that way you don't find yourself in that same situation same again. If you think you're a, like, I had no role to play. No. You will find yourself You're the toxic right one. Back in if, that same. if you think you didn't do anything wrong, you're the toxic one. You're the toxic one. <laughs> it's you, like you got, there's a role you play. Because yeah. even then, even if you didn't do anything wrong, you could have walked away. Yeah. You could have walked away when things got bad, but you stayed for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. So that was your fault at the end of the day. You can mm -hmm. take blame for that and say, you know what? I, I should have done yeah, that. And why didn't away. I? And why? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's good. good. So what's your no for sure and N-O for sure? I N-O-W. No for sure that you guys are going to be here for a long time. Hey. Um, I, I always... I don't know. I just look at this pod and I um and so many other pods that I think of you guys are the voice, the larger voice of what so many other smaller voices are speaking. Oh, thanks, um, and you guys are definitely trickling down into a lot of different lives. And wow. I see it being yeah. behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, even with people that are like, I want to start a podcast, but now I'm getting very different. Um not just like, I just want to shoot the shit in the kitchen. Mm, yeah. Like now they're being, people are being more intentional about their messages and mm. what they want to talk about and being open because of you ladies. So mm. good. Aw, um, that's good. And what am I saying no to for sure? Leaving the house without doing my hair again for you to be like, let's do a podcast <laughs> episode and you want to show up with your hair you know, and makeup you done. You put your hair under the this, this sink uh -huh. water and you could have shook it out. Your hair would have been nice She's like, now you wearing makeup? Y'all know I wear makeup once. <laughs> Every Today, six months. She put full face. This hair, I want to come here like a poodle. Um, no, but definitely know for sure that this is a thing. Like we're supposed to be here and no, I'm gonna do my hair. She said, I'm mm. doing my hair. Never leave time. my house. I will. I know for sure. I'll never leave my house again <laughs> to a, a production day where I get my hair done. You never know when you're going to get on the Don't mic. say that now. Just for the production days. Okay. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Have... I am 99.9% of the time looking like <laughs> home. No, you're not. Go check her out on Instagram. No, she's not. No, she said, I go to work. Looking homeless. Well, you work at home. I'm at the radio station. <laughs> I, am, I am at the radio station. How do you oh, see me at the radio station? Oh. I, go, I go to work. <laughs> I, where are you, you working? Work from bed. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mostly I go to the station looking crazy. I'm like, oh if you guys are bringing God. cameras no, here, please don't. tell me the day before. No, please. Sweatpants and t-shirts every day, which is perfect for these. And Carla has on the merch, by the way. Uh -huh. I do. I the love this. And it's and so comfy. Shirts. And and okay. by, this, billboard. by today, it's probably sold out. But just in case, you can go to the knowforsure.com and see if you you little You can go you look list. at the sold out You sign. can just go look at the sold out sign. You can look at the pictures. And if it's not sold out, then God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> talking all that. Girl, talking all that stuff. 52 smalls left. <laughs> God gonna bless you. Those if you want to, it might be there. a little side It might be a little meme, son. By it's this like, time, it's all, it's, we on the next collection. <laughs> Yeah. By the time you see this, we are so. By the time out. you click this, it's one. like there are twenty girls sweatsuits <laughs> left, <laughs> and you can have it. I rebuke that for sure. We saw that. <laughs> By the time you watch this, it's gonna say saw that. The no for sure sold out. We sold out. Sold out. Dot com. We need to. Ooh, somebody get that now. Ooh, sold out. Sold out. Dot com. Sold out. Sold Probably out. already taken, but two. What is that called? What? When it means two things. The, the Ooh, S-O-U-L-E-D. Sold out, sold out. Jesus. Remember that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My girl. Oh, <laughs> Dad no. is like sold out. We, <laughs> Dad is like sold out, sold out. Michael. Sold out, sold out. Uh, hello, uh, Michael. No, but just really quick. When we got bipped, we, we came up with a whole... 
business. Oh my God. We to help it. people not what? get robbed. Well, well, to get your personal stuff back. <laughs> sure. We ain't gonna tell you. Never mind. All right. It's a whole business. Do it. What do you know for sure? What are you saying? No, K N O W. I know for sure. <sighs> Nails are getting too long. Too long? No, I'm looking at your. Oh, the underneath. I know. I need to get a new set. Sure. I'm just telling you. <laughs> what like, kind of hair, is. nail, and skin vitamins um, are you taking? I like that. I know for sure that I like a little toxic. Oh, Jesus. And I am going to work on that. He said, I can't wait to go tomorrow to therapy. <laughs> I can't wait to get out. to therapy. First question, how you doing? Why do I like toxic nails? <laughs> She's going to be like, relax. No. Um, yeah, I like a little, you know, we talked about that the last episode. So rough it's and like tough. Rough and tough. Excitement. But I can have, I need rough and tough, baptized, saved. For sure. So you come from the rough. I need a testimony. You get a dip. Yeah. You made it out. For sure. You can't just be in the rough. You cannot be rough. <laughs> you can be rough, but you need not to be in it. In it. Yeah. So. In it, not of it. Ooh. What I know, in O for sure. What am I saying no to? No to. You do that. <laughs> This one doesn't do that that well. ASMR. Um, dang, I don't know. Go real quick. Let me think. I'm what so do stupid. I know for sure? I know, I know my capacity. I know my what what my capacity is in in life and for Megan. And I know um, a healthy way. I'm developing a healthy way to create boundaries, not only for myself because I think that's important too. Mm -hmm. Knowing to set boundaries within yourself, um, and knowing how to set boundaries in my life. I'm saying no to, what am I saying? Dang, you got stuck on the no to. I'm oh. saying no to. Talked about so much. Ever getting um, into, like, I'm not getting into toxic relationships. Like, I was no just to about to say that. That's my no and my no. Yeah. I know that I like toxic and, <laughs> and I'm no. not doing that. Yeah, that's my note <laughs> and my note. a book about boundaries. My first book that I read when I got back is Boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. Oh, mm. lit. Dr. John Townsend, yeah. Okay. Amazing book and it's stories. So it's like he's giving you stories of clients and things like that. Mm. So you can kind of, you can relate to him like, mm. oh, that might be it. Oh, that's so, cool. And it's on Audible. It's a, it's a book. You can, listening to it is actually great as well. Mm -hmm. So if you're struggling with boundaries right now, maybe you don't know if you need to set boundaries, that's an amazing book to start. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, good. Another episode with Carla. Thanks for joining us. Thank we you. We'll put your socials in the description, but if you want to give it up, shout it out. They, at so they know me. At C-A-R-L-A. W-I-L-M-A-R-I-S. Yeah. Not Williams. Everybody says Williams. At Carla Williams. No, Will Maris. Carla Will Maris. There's no it's Williams. like, girl, you got to put the little Latina on it. Will Maris. <laughs> Will Maris. That, that's the Williams in black. That's my dad. His name was Wilmer. So they were like, Will Maris. You know how they go. Or Williams if you black. <laughs> <laughs> Will Maris. In Atlanta, we say Williams. A little sasson on it. A little sosa. A little rosa. Abuela Maris. Will Maris. Oh yeah. my God. We love you guys. Love, love you, Carla. Ours. We love, you, <laughs> love guys. you guys. Thank you for watching another episode. We'll see y'all next week. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Know For Sure podcast. Make sure you keep the conversation going and use our hashtag KnowForSurePod. Yes, we want to see you guys share 
the hashtag KnowForSurePod on all social media platforms. We want to keep the conversation going. And follow us on all social media platforms, Instagram and Twitter, KnowForSurePod.